goddess, welcome to Juno's in Shadow, a podcast and community for moms to explore various mainstream, holistic, and esoteric methodologies. Here, we dig deeper, get out of the shadows, and empower the loving warrior goddess inside to shine our light bright. Welcome back, Junos. Today, we dive into pleasure. As a noun, it is defined as a feeling of happy satisfaction and enjoyment. She smiled with pleasure at being praised. Or, enjoyment and entertainment contrasted with things done out of necessity. She had not traveled for pleasure for a long time. It can be an adjective meaning used or intended for entertainment rather than business, such as pleasure boats. Lastly, the verb, to give sexual enjoyment or satisfaction, to tell me what will pleasure you, or derive enjoyment from, those risky exchanges that you pair might take pleasure in. All of that to say, something tangible or intangible that makes you feel good. A song, a sunrise, a person, a cookie, even yourself. Sources of pleasure are all around. But how often do we allow ourselves the space to take it in? A moment to find out what it is to us or to explore new sources of it. Truth be told, many of us can also take it to the other extreme, especially when feeling deprived or starved, shutting everything out and ignoring tasks or responsibilities to only feel or do that which is pleasurable to us. Neither way is a sustainable way to live there must be a balance. This episode, I speak with Crystal Vison, an energetic connection and pleasure guide about pleasure, the different things it can mean to people, the work she does helping others connect with theirs, and how pleasure is not all love, sex, and rainbows. Finding and making space for pleasure can be some dirty work. So let's get digging. Hi. Oh, perfect. Okay. Hi. Okay. So nice to meet you. Yes. I'm so glad to finally have a chance to actually speak with you and see you as close to face as face as possible. (laughs) So I have kind of chatted with you a little bit and I do know kind of what you do, but why don't you tell everybody more about who you are and what it is that you do and who you serve? Yeah. So my name is Crystal. Uh, Crystal Bison, and I am a energetic connection and pleasure guide. And I'm also the founder of Dear Soul, which is a soul-based platform that serves community and, um, you know, anyone who's like in soul expansion. So we have products there, but most of all, like it's the offering that I'm giving as far as 
uh, my coaching and guidance services in order to help people um, really get through their shadows using sexual um, erotic blueprint work in order to reclaim the soul and their presence within that. Awesome. That is actually what I really did love about you because I feel like here with our podcast, we try and explore the different shadows within ourselves as mothers and the things that we can Mm -hmm. kind of repress or hide or deny ourselves in a way. And I think one of the biggest things like we do sometimes as moms is deny ourselves pleasure, whether it's the sexual pleasure or the pleasure of being beautiful sometimes Mm -hmm. or sometimes me personally I will avoid doing things just to keep the harmony like I'm not going to run off somewhere so somebody doesn't try and find me totally (laughs) (laughs) for the longest time because with everything going on the last thing I want to do is leave the house or invite a babysitter in so I haven't had the want or need to with my partner like go out and be fun Mm, I hear that I hear that and that's one of the things I really do want to explore like the ways that you um like to guide your clients and some of the little tips and tidbits you have for helping us when those shadows come, whether it's within ourselves or circumstantial to kind of find a moment to bring Mm -hmm. something to it. So each episode we're going with a different thing. And for you, I like the pleasure and sexual thing because it's like I said, I told you before when we were chatting, it's one of those things I feel like even with my mom friends, we don't talk about Mm. sex or the lack thereof or how much we are getting or I don't know. I mean, I feel like I have one friend, uh, she's my best friend. We've known each other since we were 12 and we always made the joke that if when we're 40, we're still single, we're going to get married <laughs> because no okay. joke, right? Though no joke. <laughs> well, and then I, I ran her chart and I'm a Scorpio moon. She's a Scorpio sun. And I've been reading about how like, that's the, one of the things, like if your sun and moon is harmonious, whether it's like a friendship or a relationship, mm. that's, and I, um, I forgot. Now I'm thinking about was... all my suns and moons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no, it really, when I found that out and when someone was describing it, they're like, you know, a Scorpio sun moon relationship, they're the per like, that's the pair that's going to go out and get a tattoo. Yeah. Six months. I told you, we knew her when we were kids and like six months after we both turned 18, we went and got, we didn't get matching tattoos, but we got tattoos that went together with each other (laughs) but aside from her she has that you know Scorpio sexual energy I feel Mm. we don't really embrace or even talk about the lack of embrace that we have so I'd like to know a little bit more about what you do and um, how we can embrace those things because I do know um, at least from I did dig through your website (laughs) before we talked I know you work with individuals as well as couples so Mm -hmm. it can work both ways (laughs) well it has to start individually you know Mm -hmm. it's really not about couple work in it when it comes down to it 
Um, it's about loving the self enough. And, and that lead, leads you to that place where you're choosing your pleasure. Uh, but there could be so many shadows um, before you get to that place where you're allowing yourself the time uh, and, and loving yourself that much. But also, like, I feel like we've, I don't know about weave, but there is a lot of, um, you know, if we're talking about moms, uh, that whole idea around putting yourself second, third, fourth, fifth, the whole thing. <laughs> Somewhere that's not first. <laughs> the, yeah. Which, you know, it's the, the typical airplane thing. It's like, mm -hmm. put the mask on you so that you can show up fully to these little beings. Um, so everything to me uh, is about the inner game and choosing to love yourself. And I feel like the reason, I feel like there's a tendency to not choose the self based on so many different things that all live under the umbrella of shadow. You know, we, we learned it as children, we learned it as a society. Um, we learned it. We'll still perpetuate it in our lives and keep learning that and keep like solidifying that voice. Like your pleasure is not a priority. And so I feel like, okay, so well, some tips and tricks and um, insight that I have around choosing to love the self is to integrate the shadow work. And, and, you know, people see these dark things in, in themselves that they put, want to push away rather than integrate. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's the most important piece. Like it's not, it is, no, excuse me, it is scary. It's super scary to look at your shadows and then go and dig in and feel the pain and do that work. It's really, really scary to like feel your emotions and uncover your heart and be vulnerable. But Ultimately, once you do that and you love yourself enough to take that space um, in your own life and like have the, the spotlight on you, the shadow integrates the charges less, the charge around the shadow. It needs less presence in your life. So then now you're free, right? You're free to say, I'm choosing me today. I'm choosing whatever, my beauty, my pleasure, uh, my alone time, um, you know, whatever it is. And it, yeah, in the end, in, in the beginning, in the end, it's all inner game. It's all individual work. And once the individual work is done is what I feel allows us to show up to the rest of our whole world with power and presence and soul purpose. So that's where I'm coming from on that. I love that. That's really because it isn't just pleasure. Is so it's not sexual. It's not. I feel like I get pleasure out of so it touches all of your senses. Yes. Well, see, that's the work I'm doing where it's erotic blueprint work. So what that does, it's kind of like the five love languages. Mm -hmm. You've ever heard of those? Like how Yes, I actually, I love. took the test just in case yeah, you. Totally. <laughs> Have you taken the erotic blueprint quiz as well? Yeah, no, I, I took the quiz um, on your website just in case awesome. like anything came up and you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I'm very curious to hear what your blueprints were, but 
my point is that it's all the same. Like you're either any of these blueprints, you know, and then you learn how to feed it. So it could be sexual. And it is, I mean, from that point, it is a sexual mission. Like, Hey, so what am I going to get? How am I going to get pleasure sexually? But pleasure is pain can be pleasure. I mean, that insects, you can see that, right? Some people mm-hmm. like it kinky and they like some like little bit of pain to have the arousal start, but that could even be in, um, in life and in energy and experience because you can look at a painful experience and be so thankful for it, right? Say, oh my gosh, look at this sh- shitty experience and it hurts so bad. But I know already, even before I'm in the the trenches of it, I'm going to come out stronger, more beautiful, more expanded. And then you can find pleasure. You could thank that pain for being there. Mm -hmm. It's really pleasure lives everywhere, everywhere. Yes, no. And sometimes there are, at least I do know that there are some women where sometimes that like growth of pain can lead them to feeling more like sexually energized. Whereas on the flip side, that pain growth can make you want to like retreat from those Shut things. Down. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. you kind of each spectrum there is, you do kind of work with them. And do you have any rituals that you like to perform to either heal the wounded goddess or embrace the one that's out there like ready to prowl yeah oh yeah definitely so (laughs) i love that um yeah that is where the erotic blueprint work comes in so profoundly because Mm there is information you know it's it's a map to understanding where you are in your sexual stage which is it could be um, one of four things, which is like transformative. You're like, I'm ready. You could be adventurous where you're, you know, obviously that's self-explanatory. I'm ready to adventure. You could be curious or you can be resting. You can be sleeping sexually. And all of those are valuable. All of those stages are valuable. Um, the, the, thing that could happen is that you are in shadow around that or no well let me regress I'm sorry so then on top of that to stack you have your blueprint so you have the energetic the kinky the sensual um and the sexual so if you're in shadow in any of those blueprints or you're the shapeshifter which is all five those are like the sexual superheroes (laughs) they want it all (laughs) Um, but if you're in shadow around any of those, it can stop your stage and then you stay in a stage, right? So for example, staying in a resting stage, which would be like, okay, so much has happened in my life. Um, I'm having a really like hard time wanting to be sexually present. So I'm shut, I'm on shutdown, right? Which is what you're saying. It's like, if a way to come back to life is to feed your specific blueprint the way it wants to be fed because if you're not if if you if you don't feed it the tendency is just to shut down i mean it's like you know if some if if i feel like eating a pizza 
gluten-free and dairy-free trying to get <laughs> I know. Um, Maybe I'll just start with gluten and then the dairy. I actually, I, I had the embarrassing conversation. I was telling my, I hate to call him my boyfriend because we're adults and we've been together and have children, but sure. we're not married. So he's your partner. Yeah. Yes. I call like, <laughs> yes. Sometimes I call him like my significant other, but other mm-hmm. some, cause he's significant to me and other makes it sound like he's away but really he's just like Mm. that part of me that like I told he's an Aries so he's that part of me that has like the fiery ideas oh my god so fun (laughs) Mars and Aries right now dude yes and I was actually just thinking and he had (laughs) a huge communication problem earlier today and it was like he left his phone at home and that was the beginning of the end yeah I heard that he that. lost his wallet. He ran out of gas. Oh my gosh. He had no phone? Yes. <laughs> That's hell on earth at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's, I lost myself where we were going. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So we were. <laughs> Good. Good. But no, that was like it's one of those things that to happened lost. today where like when it happened, I was like, that is totally the energy of what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Totally. Um, so sorry, that was squirrel. <laughs> A pleasure exactly, which squirrel. Is, it's what happens here. Yeah. We go on different tangents and that's what I was telling you. I kind of have an idea of where we're going, but we also go where the universe says we need to go. Exactly. Amen. Um, For you personally, when you're stuck in that low vibrational way of thinking, you said it was um, very individual. So just as a little tease, like what is your personal blueprint and what it is that you do to, like I said, kind of feel your mojo and bring it back or if you're feeling if you want to be out there what is it that you bring use to bring even more of it in yeah so like if i'm if i'm wanting to prowl and i'm not Mm -hmm. right yeah Um, okay so well i'm i am a shapeshifter and so i encompass i my body because this is where the work starts it starts or why it's effective is because Mm -hmm we can all have thoughts around sex and what we desire around sex. And a lot of sex lives in the uh, mentality. Um, uh, That's totally obvious. Like, you know, the brain is, well, I won't go too far. But anyway, so (laughs) (laughs) that's going to get, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So the, we all can have thoughts around our sexuality, but the reason why this work is so effective is because it drops into what the body wants. And when, you know, it's like someone can think that they want, um, for example, I'm a shapeshifter. Before I started this work, I did not know I was one. I knew I wanted everything, um, but like I didn't know what that meant. I just kept going around saying like, I mean, I have a husband and he and we are diff. our blueprints are different. And the way that that, um, combination was working was leaving me starving because that's a a uh, a shapeshifter shadow is like it wants everything and if it's not getting everything it will starve 
and it will also um, accommodate the lever that it has. So he was like one primarily, and you know, we weren't doing this work. And it was like, all I knew is I felt like I was too much. So then what happens is I get into this work and I realize how, and I, I'm pretty good at asking for what I want, but I didn't know like what the body needed. It needed sensualism. It needed some kink too. It needed or like, sexual. Where to again? start to explore, to find that like. Yeah. Yes. And there are ways. I mean, there really are ways like, okay. So one of the most amazing, I mean, they're all amazing, but when there is someone that goes into shutdown or sleeping, generally there is a, a, um, I mean, any of them could, but energetics, energetic, uh, blueprints really do. And so do sensuals because sensuals are very much in their head. They want everything like where they can have it. And they just need to like, everything needs to be in place. Their brain is never shutting off. So to, in order to like, feel like I deserve pleasure, they need a lot of nurturing. Now, so do energetics because they can feel, you know what I mean? They can, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, if, if the energy is not right, then I'm shutting down. So they mm-hmm. have someone like coming at them strong, you know, it's like, oh, like my switch is off. So me as a shapeshifter, I needed all of it. And my guidance around that is that, you know, I started this work. So I'm able to now work with my partner, my husband, and mm-hmm. he's expanding into all these different, um, and he's not in shapeshifter yet. He doesn't need all of them, but we practice all of them. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and it's loving myself enough to say, I'm not too much for wanting all this. I'm not asking too much. Um, and the more I do that, of course, the more like, I'm able to take that space in my life and love myself even more. That's kind of my journey with it. Does that answer your question? (laughs) It does in a way. And it actually did bring me back to the story. I was thinking about, um, or I was telling him about how I'm done eating low vibrational food. And I was like, Oh, right. Yes. I was like, I don't know what it like. It means something different to everybody, but like, I just know what I can and cannot put into my body. And I feel like that's like, it's, it's the same thing. It's like putting your mind in that space, but differently, like really tuning in to like, for some people, I mean, me personally, I'm allergic to apples. That's the most random thing in the world. Yeah. It's random. But for me, putting apples into my body is far from, (laughs) doesn't feel good. No pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I wouldn't have known that until I tried an apple and opened my mind up. And and that's the same thing, like kind of going into that space and saying, I do know kind of what already brings me pleasure, but do I know what are the other things that I don't know about? Like, how can I mm. meditate on these things or how can I even bring them up within my own life? Yeah, I hear that. So that does, it brings back to that place of, if I want to eat spaghetti and someone's trying to feed me Chinese food. Goodbye. What the fuck? <laughs> yes. I don't want, I want spaghetti. You know what I mean? Give me spaghetti. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me feel good. So, or not even your, just your partner. I mean, this work, like I said, it starts with, with the inner game of the individual 
Um, so it's not just the partner. I mean, this work amplifies relationships into, mm-hmm. I mean, shit that I, it has blown my mind because ugh, when you really show up to people that want to be in a relationship and want to be sexually expanded and there for each other, like dismantling all their shadows and their vibration, the, the connection, soul energetic connection that ends up coming out on the other side is profound. Um, or it can, or, or, you know, you find like, Hey, there are other choices to make that. Yeah, happens sometimes as well. it is, it be can be dirty work too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but it's all serving work, right. Mm-hmm. Down to getting to vulnerability and authenticity. So yeah, going back to being fed, you know, something you don't want to be fed and then dropping into this place where it's like, you can be feeding yourself too. That's the other thing. I mean, that's a pretty taboo thing I think to talk about outside of my community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it is a a large thing to talk about inside of my community and around people that like want to come around and, you know, be a part of that. Like it's okay to fucking pleasure yourself on all levels. On all I feel like that's, but even that's physically. something I've recently gotten into. It has nothing whatsoever to do with him. Right. But spending time with myself and figuring yeah. out, because like, I'm, there's nothing, like, I'm totally pleased by what he does. Totally. But that. that doesn't work when I do it to myself. So it's <laughs> figuring myself out on a whole nother level, which then I can also bring Mm-hmm. <laughs> putting the mask on yourself yeah fully that is exactly it and then too that um i mean just thinking about what that offers to the world around you when you are someone who takes charge of your own pleasure mm-hmm. i mean there's just it empowers your whole life that's where i'm coming a place that i come from in this But to know just that whole piece, just like you said, it's like getting to know and feeding myself the way that I want to be fed allows a person to then show up. If they're single, well, shit first, if they're single, they can continue to show up to themselves like that. Mm -hmm. Now, if they're showing up to themselves in like their own sexual pleasure um, and feeding themselves, I mean, what is that going to do to the rest of their flipping life? It's insane. It's insane, but (laughs) it's like, now I'm going to pleasure myself here, 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 here. I am the priority here, right? Exactly. So it it trickles down to the rest. And then it trickles down the rest. So if you're not single, I mean, even if you are single, this goes out to all your people, all your energy system, all your community. But Mm -hmm. then even further, if you are actually in a relationship, it's like, it's okay to pleasure yourself. It's okay to learn what your body wants because then you have the language. You have the language to come and show up to your partner and say, this feels good. This doesn't, this does the, you know, I don't know. I struggle. I I came from a place of um, knowing what would feel good. And the, this doesn't feel good was like, I would just, I would, that is a shapeshifter shadow. We just kind of, well, it was all right. You know what I mean? Like moving on. And then, but either on either side to have that language to share and then see 
how brilliantly your partner can show up to what feeds you, does something for the connection, the relationship. Um, and then also your shit gets fed and your body starts to, I don't know, it's magic. It's really magic. It, it starts to dismantle these charges and blockages because it's all energy. Mm -hmm. It's all energy. So if you're putting pleasure and vibrating pleasure in your body, then you're going to get more instances of having pleasure. So on all <laughs> levels. And actually, you know, I, we probably should have started with this first, but how did you even, where did you come to your modalities? What was your thing that brought you here? Has it always been something or? Yeah. Um, so, well, I'm Aquarius son, so I'm pretty rebellious and it uh, feels fucking really good to me to drop into rebellion. It feels good to me to like live on the edge and sex is on the edge. Mm -hmm. Sex is on it to be a topic that, you know, it's, it's now becoming more like in, in the community that I'm in, in, in the one I'm building and in the one I'm come, you know, mentored in it, it, it always, it, it's very normal, but it's actually not normal. It's, it's a, um, it's an exploited, highly charged subject in our world. So I kind of like, I like that. I come from that. I come from, I am, I'm an organic rebel and like, I wanted to, okay. So to start, I always knew that, um, you know, I'm here to serve and be with people and help them ascend and I started in soul work where it was energy and soul work where I like, um, you know, I practiced Reiki for a long time and I became a Reiki master and a Reiki teacher. And I've been, you know, working in energy and like soul work for almost two decades now. And it's just like at a, at, at a certain point, I knew there was an ascension. I knew that it was like, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna put an edge on this. And my edge is pleasure. I organically just like, I mean, I, I come from a lot of trauma. I come from a place of um, a lot of shadow. I come from learning the process of my life through like really truly stepping out of it and witnessing it, um, which I think is also kind of an Aquarian sun moment where like I have this detachment um, mechanism where I can observe rather than absorb. Mm -hmm. And so I let everything teach me and, and it just became super clear. All right, we're going to now help people not only reclaim their soul, but we're going to put shadow and sex at the forefront of that. Um, I don't know, something inside of me kind of feels like it's, it's just the next step. You know, mm -hmm. shadow work is a big thing on this planet right now. Yes. We need to, to start looking at the shadows individually and collectively is where I'm at with that. So it, 
it's it's wild how it kind of all culminated at the same time, which is how the universe works. Right? <laughs> Always, yeah. <laughs> and it's you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and yeah, it's totally. not until we're all through it that we realize. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So the next to last thing for you with your experience as a light worker and working with your different clients, you certainly don't have to divulge anything personal, but is there an experience that you would like to share that changed you for the better or negative or maybe changed how you saw things, maybe like an enlightening moment for you as a teacher that really kind of changed things, but also drove it home that you're like in the right place. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so like in a place of true vulnerability, I have experienced sexual abuse and I come from that place. And so as it revealed itself to me, it's like, I didn't only experience sexual abuse. I experienced a lot of different types of abuse, but you know, and that happens, that happens to all of us, whether we want to acknowledge it or not, abuse or just trauma or, you know, reasons to go into shadow or trigger. And so, um, or triggers is like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, is a symptom of all that. But yeah, so to answer the question, definitely, when I came to this work, I've been working with soul anyway, all the, all the, the traumas or shadow, you know, a, going down into shadow or abuse that I experienced come as a child coming from this place. Um, you know, it led me to soul work, compassion, compassion, compassion was the biggest piece, empathy and compassion. Like we are all coming from being pure. I mean, I, I feel and believe like we have our other lives that we bring here and we do the things that we do, but we start off, you know, we're, we're, we are source expressing itself. And um, it, it really connected me. All that trauma connected me to this compassion, empathetic piece where I knew whatever I was doing in the world, I was here to bring the light and share and give people a place to be in their feelings and be authentic to themselves and be gentle to themselves and honor their vulnerability. I remember one time in, um, I, cause I actually started all my whole journey of like working with people in beauty school and I spent a while as a cosmetologist, but I remember I had this beautiful friend that I, uh, I just felt such a deep soul connection with cancer, cancer son and uh my moon's or my north notes cancer so it just it really fit together like we were on a mission together you know (laughs) and i remember her snapping at me and i I mean this is aside from childhood trauma i remember her snapping at me and i thought to myself my my initial reaction was it's okay we don't have to get upset and angry to get through this like we can choose to love each other through this. Like it does, we don't have to be on different sides. So that moment really like, I mean, I'm in beauty school at that point. I think I'm growing up to be this like artiste, art care director or whatever, but something in my soul shifted where I was like, I don't know. I have an ability to like 
take people's charge and say, let's calm it down and see what it's really about and deal with the, the pain that's there, the hurt that's there, the shadow that's there and, and turn it into something beautiful where we're connected at the end. And, and that hit me then and even forward now. So then I go into, I go into beauty school. I do cosmetology, all the things. Then I go into soul work because it wasn't a total match. Like I love the pleasure, the beauty, the self-pampering, the luxurious, all the things. But that soul piece was so relevant to me from that moment. I was like, oh, that's a skill. It's one of my gifts. So I went into soul work. Um, and I don't know, I, then full circle is now that trauma piece where I know I'm coming from something I want to transcend and heal on the planet, which is that this abuse piece, the trauma piece, the shadow piece finds its way back to love and soul reclamation. So does that answer? I like it. Okay. Because it is true. And that's what I'm here to talk about and here to bring is the shadows, they better, they never go anywhere. But even if you bring the light to them, however long it's there, they're not shadows. They're being mm. acknowledged. They're mm -hmm. being part of you. And once they're yeah. part of you, even you don't go down that deep, dark hole of the shadow. But once you say, okay, this is a part of me, sometimes even that's enough to bring it back to a place of peace because you say yes. okay this is a part of me this is where i'm coming from whether i'm coming from that emotional place or i'm coming from the pain place or you know yes so I, I it definitely makes i it makes a lot of sense and the last thing before we wrap anything up is there anything you want to say or talk about that I didn't bring up or that you think is really important to share about what you do or if anyone um, afterwards, if anyone is interested in contacting you, you can go ahead and um, plug your website and your Instagram. I do know you're pretty active on there as well. Yeah, that's the entrepreneur piece. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm here to bring the light and then I'm like, ah. Gotta be an entrepreneur as well. So <laughs> excited for that place where the team comes in. Yes. Um, yeah. So what arises for me in that is just to be easy. You know, that that's a big one. I I really I've been truly blessed in my own life to carry the identity or charge around being easy on myself um because life is not super easy it can it cannot be super excuse me it cannot be super easy and um especially i mean on the topic of shadow you know we can be letting shadow fully run our lives like a tyrant yeah and um you know, when, when we, when, when we learn, okay, this piece of me is not okay. So I'm going to put it in a bag and I'm going to, I'm going to carry it around my whole life, but it's in a sack behind me. It usually was at like some young age. So it's an archaic energy. It's like a, it's like when we were super primal, 
And then we open it and it's like, rah, you know, I'm going to eat you alive. I'd be like, I need attention. So um, I think I, I was going over this today with a, with a friend. It's like, just this work is to be easy. It's not easy. So to continue to be easy on yourself as you're going through it, having compassion for yourself, empathy for yourself, and knowing this is the most important piece, knowing that you're nothing, that nothing is bad or wrong about you. You're already whole and everything comes from a place of unpacking and, and peeling the onion back so you can rise into your wholeness. Uh, that's, I feel like that's my beautiful. That's, why is. that's my biggest why. So, um, but yeah, you can find me on deersoul.com and, <laughs> uh, deersoul Instagram and deersoul And get a Facebook. fuck your e-joke t-shirt. I love them. <laughs> well, oh, fuck your ego t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I, I know I've been thinking like, that's the next photo shoot for sure. Like, I want to put that one out there. Yeah. <laughs> Ego shadow. Well, where do they live together? You know what I mean? Yeah. I was thinking about that today. They're like for sure siblings, not even cousins. They're siblings. <laughs> Are they the same person? Actually? I feel like I they probably do have, they're like, they have the same mom. <laughs> they have the same mom for sure. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, thank you so much. And I'm sure we will be contacting you and I um, will talk astrology. Who knows? Yeah, uh, totally. Please, let's do it. We're going to get into yeah. sex astrology. That's what we Oh, maybe actually, you know what? Next time we'll do yeah. sex astrology. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you have a great you. night. You too. <laughs> I honor you. I appreciate you. Thank well. you. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. I do want to note that I misspoke about Scorpio in my chart. My chart was not in front of me and somehow moon came out instead of rising in Pluto, but it worked out about the same. Also, my daughter is perfectly fine and not being tortured. <laughs> She's just not a fan of the whole new locked door mommy work time. And in true Pisces sun Leo moon fashion, wanted to make sure the whole house Juno community, neighborhood, honestly anyone who could listen to her made sure that she knew about this slight against her while thoroughly and fiercely expressing her discontentment about the situation. I'm so sorry about that and I'll be much more vigilant about making sure that does not happen again. I would like to thank Crystal so much for speaking with me. And I would like to thank you, Junos, again for listening. If you are interested in getting your erotic blueprint read and working with Crystal, check out the episode's show notes or my website, as well as social media. I'll be posting the link on all of those. If you'd like to get the latest episodes as soon as they come out, please subscribe. And if you'd like to be a part of the Juno community or reach out with feedback or to be a part of the show, you can find Junos and Shadow on Facebook or Instagram at Junos and Shadow and visit our website, junosandshadow.com. Until next time, stay strong, goddess.